all the things and I bring on inspiring moms who are building their brands, raising their kids, juggling all the things to tell their stories and hopefully inspire other moms and ultimately to make another mom that's listening not feel alone. So I find authentic guests like Linda Fruits, uh, Fruits of Motherhood on Instagram. She's normalizing the sweet, sour and sometimes rotten Fruits of Motherhood and she is so authentic. She says what we're all thinking and uh, what we feel like we shouldn't say. And I feel seen every time she posts. So I'm gonna bring her in now. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Um, thank you for being here. This has been um, in the making. <laughs> yes, quite for quite some time now, right? I've been stalking your ass for months. <laughs> and here you are. Yeah, well, I'm glad now we're, now we're just friends, right? We don't have to call it stalking anymore. I know, it's so weird. Like when I talk, I'm like, oh, it's so nice to meet you, but that doesn't seem right because we talk yeah, on like Instagram. Yeah, we've known each other for so long. Totally, we go way back. Uh, I needed you here for your authenticity. What first drove me to your account was you're a stay-at-home mom, as am I, but we're both building brands. Mm-hmm. And there's that guilt, like at least for me, I believe also for you, that you don't go to work, so you feel like you have to do everything else. And you can't ask for help because you're a stay-at-home mom and you didn't go to work, like you're not going to get a nanny or something because that's your job, stay-at-home mom. And right. recently you were like... I don't want to just be a stay-at-home mom and I am going to ask for help. And I was like, (laughs) and how did that go over that request that everyone is scared to make? Yeah. So, um, I, with like having anxiety as a first time mom, that asking for help became like this bigger monster, right? That no one was addressing because I was like, this is my job. And when I do anything, I do it 110% to the utmost possible way, which is not a great personality trait sometimes, but it's me. And so, um, you know, after three years of being a stay at home mom and like, there was kind of this push and pull from Fruits of Motherhood. Like I needed more time to dedicate to it. And I also needed a break. Let's just put that out there, right? Yeah. Like I was willing to dedicate more time to <laughs> Fruits of Motherhood. That's two different things. And so um, I came to my husband one day and I was just like, I can't do this anymore, right? Like I need some time to myself. Like I can't go to the doctors. I can't do nothing. Cause he, he's an entrepreneur and he works seven days a week. So it's like the juggling of appointments becomes so hard. And yep. like, and that's just the bare necessities. Like go to the doctor, not like have go get a massage <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or just like see my friends for lunch, like without yeah. kids, like it's impossible. I can't do nothing. I know. And so Um, I hired a nanny for two days a week and that was like my dipping my toe in the pool. Yep. And I was like, wow, this feels really nice. (laughs) Did you feel guilty? Oh yeah. Like at first I was still helping. Like I would hear them cry and I'd rush over. I'd help with the food and you know, all the stuff. And she's fully capable and can, she's wonderful, was wonderful, is wonderful. It's just the mom in you, right? Like you just know, as soon as you go over there, you can fix it immediately. And so, um, and so could she, it's just, you know, we're moms, right? Yeah. And, and my, um, I'm a micromanager. I don't know about you, but I like, to be. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think it comes with like that stay at home mom, like personality, right? Uh huh. 
Totally. And so once I realized that after seeing my kids, like being with her all day, like when I would sit in the office, not only did I enjoy sitting at my computer all day, but I then would greet them with like this sense of, oh, my kids, like I missed you. How was your day? You know, like it was like we had something to talk about, even though they're not telling me anything. Yes, 100%. You come back to them energized and wanting to see them and missing them. You can't miss them when you're with somebody 24 no. hours a day. And I tried. <laughs> yeah, I I am at that point. I've gotten to that point. Luckily, they're back to school. But like COVID was interesting that year yeah. with them both home. But it's so different to like if your husband steps in and helps um, and it's like, can you take them for a little while? When I watch, like he can continue on with exactly what he was doing. So yeah. it's like, they don't even, they don't ask for things. They'll come find me and be like, yeah, I want yeah. you to get me milk. Or if I have them, they have to be sitting on me. So I accomplish nothing, but exactly. I've noticed my husband can accomplish things because they kind of just let him do whatever he wants. So true. Like my husband will go do yard work outside, like mow the lawn. I'm like, how are you not watching the kids? And like this, no, I can't even go to the bathroom. I, exactly. You can't, I can't get a shower. On. They're on you. So yeah. at least when your husband has them, he can still carry on with his day and accomplish things. I can't accomplish anything because they're right there. We'll walk right past him to be like, can I have a snack? And I started saying like, do you see daddy? Like, yes, can you like, ask hello? daddy for a snack? But they don't think, and I know that I have like a part in this and I've set them up to be that way. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not innocent, but yeah, yeah. if you watch them, you can at least do other things. Like I cannot, like you said, go to the bathroom, take yeah. a shower. Yeah. They're like, mm, like mommy. And yes. I'm like, I get so overwhelmed. And I, I felt like I couldn't ask for help because I'm a stay at home mom. And I see all these other moms go to work not have a nanny come home make dinner and they're doing it so yeah mom guilt and like comparing i was like i have to do it like they're doing it without right. help and so i did it but i'm getting burned out yeah. and i i just applaud you for being like you know what <laughs> i need help a couple days a week we need to and then you've like expanded upon that now yeah, like, yeah. now so once I got my little baby toes wet and I was like, well, this tastes real nice. I was like, <laughs> daycare, five days a week. Like, I need yeah. it. I'm like, when do we sit ever, right? Like, when do we sit down? Like, sitting, I never realized how much I aspired to sit down. I don't even watch TV. Like, I, but I just need, like, this time because I'm a better mom and, like, friend and human with some space, yes. a, a capacity to think about something other than, are they going to eat this snack? Am I going to have to clean this shit up? You know, like, eat all the yes. stuff. Yes, and you feel like, but you're a mom. You shouldn't say that. You should. I had a, a mom life coach on a couple weeks ago, and she's like, society has made it that, like, if you are doing anything, if a mom is doing anything, it is not immediately taking care of their kids. Like, that's not right. Like, you're a bad mom. Like, yeah. you should always, and she's like, it's ridiculous. And the pressure of it makes you a stressed out mom. Like, I'm always, like, so short with them. I'll see myself just being like, what? And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, like, what? But What's like you said, you can <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. At night, I get so upset, and I'm like, let me just be present with them that tomorrow. And then it's like the next fire is set and I'm yelling again because I don't get a second. And I'm like, you like, I just need 
time completely by myself, like not with my husband, not with my kids. Yeah. And I would even like go out to dinner with friends and go home early. So I could just have that hour on the couch with Bravo and um, a glass of wine. And like, I need it. And if I'm not getting that and I can't recharge, I'm not a good mom to my kids. So that time away, like feeling guilty about it, you have to look at it as it's going to make you a better mom, a better spouse, um, just taking the time for you. Cause you're not so like anxious and <laughs> yeah. frustrated on the edge for sure. Yes. And I'm the same way. I need total isolation to recharge. And like, mm. it, I, I'm just so much happier or well, well balanced. I don't want to say happier because like, no, it hits the fan immediately. Right. Yes. But I'm, I feel more grounded. <laughs> I, um, I think another part of my guilt, like I said, I wanted to be a stay at home mom. And I just like, I'm going to be home with the kids and I'm not going to work. And I truly, I wanted that. I thought that's yeah. what I was going to do. I told that to my husband and that was, yeah. and I felt guilty that I didn't feel fulfilled just doing that. And admittedly having this space where, or even like just putting out a blog post, doing something creative, I get like a rush that wasn't there and yeah. I do need this. And I didn't think that. And so I almost feel guilty that I was like, well, I'm going to be a stay at home mom, but now I want to have a brand and it's not what I said, but it's, it's where I'm at now. And yeah. I feel guilt with that. And that's the other thing is like, we're allowed to change like our needs and wants because in the beginning, I didn't need five, five days a week to myself. Right. I didn't right. need it. I didn't right. want it either. I was like really happy being a stay at home mom for a couple months. And then, <laughs> you um, know, and also the COVID thing, like you said, uh, has changed a lot because I no longer am going to these like indoor playgrounds and I'm not being fulfilled by seeing my friends and like right. just literally stuck at home and I'm like going crazy. And that also played into me not wanting to send them anywhere for quite some time, right? Like that postponed this daycare journey for me as well because I was scared. Of course. No, you know what was going to happen. And even still, like in the past couple weeks and stuff, like my anxiety was going up. I'm like, dear God, we're going to get that call. And I'm like, I know. You know, just, <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, you're just on edge all the time. Like, I, it's been a weird year. And like that, kind of like, it brings me to something I want to get into, but I, I want to talk to you a little bit more about the mom, like the momming and the guilt and the anxiety. I saw something that you did recently when you were talking about, um, like being a different mom to your kids. Like you have two kids yeah. and yeah. very much like mine, the firstborn, mine is, she's very like sensitive and cautious yes. and gets her feelings hurt. And we kind of butt, butt heads and she's a girl. And so I didn't know if like it was firstborn or like the mom and daughter. And then my son is just like, warm and happy and bubbly and happy-go-lucky crazy like madman does things yeah. that, like I always have to watch him every second he's three but I feel myself like just being so sweet and loving to him because that's how he is to me and then yeah. my daughter's like kind of mean to me and she's about to be six and <laughs> you said something like it was like your firstborn was like projecting back who you are yeah. to you and I never thought of that before it's like we don't get along because she's neat <laughs> right. Yeah. My first, he's, he described my kids to a T. My first is very sensitive. Like when, when something goes wrong, like 
I cannot raise my tone to him at all. Otherwise he gets really upset. And yeah. I can't say that like, I'm not the same way, <laughs> you know? And he is very cautious and he, I can tell he has anxiety and like, you know, it's me, it I is me. You. And my second child is literally a butterball of goo and he's so happy all the time. I just want to eat him, and I like, but I know like I give, not myself blame, but like I was different mothers to them. Like from day one, because I, with my first was anxious and I was scared all the time and I was cautious. And then my second child, I'm like, he can eat dirt, who cares? <laughs> and he's happy and like, yeah. Happy but lucky. And I, I never thought about that until I heard you say that. Like, I almost had a panic attack when my daughter was nine months old on a plane. Like, yeah, I was like, I needed to get her off. And I was like, so oh, she yeah. had this like, mom. And then with him, I'm way easier on. And he's a happier, like, well-adjusted kid. And yeah. I did it to her. It's the same thing, like loud sounds. I have to be very... But I made that. And I am anxious. And she, like, new situations, she's always like... And I'm like, don't, I'll get frustrated. Like, why are you doing it? It's not a loud sound. And then I'm like, because I do it. And I do it too, the loud sounds too. That's so funny. My son is like anything loud. It's oh, too loud. It's so funny. We see like fire trucks. He's like, mom, that's loud. I'm like, I know, honey. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Super loud. Aubrey has to be like, no. Well, yeah, I, I feel the same way. Yeah, you just, I had to bring that up because you totally um, brought that to my attention. It actually um, makes me feel better because, you know, like, I, I think, I, I too, all the time, think that what I go through is just me. <laughs> no. And we're going to get to this, too. Like, you recently separated. Mm -hmm. um, I wonder, like, there's so much resentment in my household and like stress because of two small kids. And at the end of the day, like we've already hit on, I don't want anyone to touch me. I want to be quiet. I don't want anybody talking to me. And I feel like I don't have to, I don't make time for my husband. And it's horrible. And I wonder how many couples like separate during this time of life, because it is so hard. And especially like with COVID, like, how did you know that it wasn't, just like resenting that you were doing so much and it was just like such so hard that and uh, not yeah. having time for him or not wanting to make time for him because of how hard your life is right now. How did you know it wasn't that and mm -hmm. that it wasn't, or that, that it was like not a match anymore? Talk about that. Like, let's see. My husband um, over the last year, because he was in the tourism industry, right? Oh, So geez. that was like completely shut yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he was home. He has been home for the year, the last year and a half since my second was born and helped with everything. He, he cooked dinner. He did the dishes. He, he literally is the most wonderful human being like in this world. He's really, um, open to me when I'm fiery and have like this urge to talk about something and make it a problem. You know, like he really is like the yin to my yang. Yeah. And that's how I knew that like as a partner it couldn't it couldn't get any better you know he really is wow. so wonderful and he does everything that I ask for he he's he's amazing and, and we were best friends to begin with so like we had this connection that didn't necessarily start as like a dating connection yeah you know and then we just decided like Hey, if we're best friends, let's just do the whole damn thing, right? <laughs> yep. And so Two kids later. <laughs> yeah, right. And to be honest, like 
as I was thinking that I was maybe just bisexual, right? And that maybe my yeah. attraction to women was just something like super surface level and not a big deal. And I just wanted to tell him. And of course he was super supportive. And um, as I've you know mentioned over and over again, he's just wonderful. Can I ask and, you really quickly what led you to tell him? Like what was it, if you were thinking it, oh, yeah. you're like, I'm gonna tell him. So um, TikTok obviously kept showing me these really beautiful <laughs> masculine women. And at first I was like, okay, she's hot. I would send it to my friends. I'm like, she's hot, right? And they're all like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. So it's not just me. And then like the more and more of my like FYP was these types of women, not because I'm liking, but because I'm watching the whole thing. Yeah. And I, my friends would send me TikToks and they're like shirtless men. I'm like, why, why is that never on my TikTok? What? <laughs> like, how come I'm not getting those videos? Right. And, um, when I realized that I literally started to develop a crush on someone I have never met before, um, that's when I realized that maybe I needed to tell my husband. Like this is the first time and you're yeah. like, you've never felt that before. So, and here's the other thing, like growing up, like there's all these signs, right? That like, I never really paid attention to. And like growing up, I remember, girls always having crushes, like going through that boy crazy phase yeah. with like boy bands and all this stuff. And I never went through that. Wow. Like, yeah. And I didn't realize that yeah. until this year, like, cause people make jokes about it. Now that I'm on this side of TikTok, like it all is just like clicking. Right. Yeah. And I have to be honest, like to me, like sex was never like a really big deal. I never really, I never really had one night stands. Like it just was never like at the forefront of my life. And so I think that's also why it kind of took some extra time Yeah, because it just never really was super important. It was never really like this passionate thing that people talk about. I never experienced that. That makes sense. Wow. You're just yeah. like, yeah, I'm just like not that sexual person, but they was right. And I just always chalked it up to that. Yeah. And then little by little, um, as my husband and I are obviously talking about this to the utmost extent, um, I realized that all my relationships have ended the same way. Every single one. I yeah. lose, like when the newness wears off, like the intimacy for me is, it's not that it's not there, it's not right. And like my husband, after we've like really hashed this stuff out, he's like, he's been with a lot of women. He's like, yeah something was kind of missing, you know? And we both kept blaming it on the kids. And, but then the more we thought about it, like it was kind of like that before we had kids, wow. you know? You just think like, you can give every excuse in the book as to why or what it is. You know, I, I thought it was because I was a stay at home mom. I thought, cause I was touched out. Yeah. I thought because I was breastfeeding. I thought it was because I didn't have like, alone time you know like you do these as a mom we yes. always do this to ourselves and then you know when I realized that like I had a crush on someone that I don't even know like I have never done that before <laughs> then you knew and, yeah and then so I was like you know what this this must be a thing and I had to really dig deep and understand that it was more of me just being like a lesbian versus Bi. bisexual right and i and think why do you are you sure like so how your husband has to be so strong like i could see some guys been like well just being like offended and like he how did he react <laughs> so at first um 
you know, he was, he didn't, he has never really gone through the anger, which, you know, this is technically like a grief kind of period. Yeah. Um, people will definitely go through different waves of processing this kind of information. So the both of us have definitely gone through more of like a sadness kind of like realization, you know, like how things are changing. Yeah. Even though for like the last four years, things have changed in that way. Anyways, it's just like, we've given it a name. We're, we're saying it as it is. And we're, we're going to move forward from here. Is it almost like relief that it's like, yeah, oh, there's an answer. <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. A 1000%. Like for me, yeah. this pressure that I've been putting on myself for the last, like knowingly couple years of like, just like, go have sex with him. Like you have to do it. You're his wife. Right. Yeah. Like, and I know a lot of people feel that way. And I would always make jokes about it. And I was like, okay, cool. It's not just me. It's like another right. layer of being like, okay, yeah. wrong. it's not me. Yes. Uh, or not that there's anything wrong, but like, I don't need to change anything. Everyone's going through this. And you justified it by like all the things you just said. Like, of course I'm dying. Somebody's been touching me all day. Like I just, yeah. like it would make sense to be like, that's what it is. Of course. And we both, like, we both talk about it now. We're like, yeah, there was a lot of signs, but like, we also, we care for each other. Like we don't fight. Like we're really compatible when it comes to being just two human beings in life. Yeah. And that also played into it. It's like, I don't hate him. So what's, what's going on? Like, yeah, that's gotta be hard. And you don't want to lose that relationship in the yeah. friend. Obviously like the parenting, like how do you see it playing out? So we both discussed that we are going to still live together and raise our little children. Oh, you great. know, as a society, like there's so much pressure to go get married and have kids, right? Not only is your internal clock ticking, but like quite literally like society is like, have a child. Yeah. Yeah. You're, married. You're worthless unless, right? <laughs> right. You. There's a lot to unpack there, but still like there's no pressure on either of us to get married or to have kids, you know? So it's, we're taking it slow. And as most things, we're going to continue have to have hard conversations. And as we've already proven that that's something we're good at, right? We're yeah. good at being, I can't keep a thought to myself as everyone on here already knows. That's what we love about you. <laughs> yeah. And so he, yes, also, you're paving a new road for many other moms. Yeah. And like, that's something that we will just have to keep revisiting as we move on. You know, we said, we'll keep dates like outside of the house until it becomes serious. You know, we'll just do this because he doesn't want to miss out on his kids every morning and every afternoon. And I get that, you know, and I don't either. And I enjoy like how we tag team. Like we're a great team doing this together, raising these kids. We've already known that part. And, um, for our kids sake as well, like they're not going to be, um, losing either of us. No, it's great. Have you thought about like when he starts dating, how that will feel or? Yeah. And actually, um, he, he is on, you know, those, those, uh, dating apps. Wow. Oh, that's and we've, we've talked about it. Yeah. And so uh, like when he told me at first, I was like, okay, this feels weird. Right. Now, but, <laughs> but this is, this is the road we're going in. And I keep remembering what I want for us. Yeah. And it's, I want him to be happy. I want him to feel loved in that way. I want him to have that connection that I am unable to give him. So I remind myself of like our future. And then I'm like, and I hear like kind of the conversations they have, cause we're being really, really open about it. And it, it makes me happy for him. You know, that, wow. that 
he's he's talked to someone who kind of has been through the same situation before so <laughs> i can't stop thinking like i follow obviously everybody follows um abby wambach and glennon doyle like yeah they show their family like her ex-husband is there on thanksgiving and they're all wearing or christmas they're wearing all the matching pajamas and they just like they're a family and it was like yeah. they weren't like sexually attracted to each other anymore but she's just as much still a part of his life and he's there with her and her wife and i'm just like they just made it work like beautifully and it, yeah. it can so like we totally want that we want that we want like we want to th this is my family right like this is my immediate family and i remind him over and over again like we are family nothing is changing it's just right. that we're adding other people to our lives yes exactly your family's growing and you get one chance at life like yeah. why would you like you could have easily like not wanted to rock the boat and like realize this about yourself and be like, but I'm married and I don't want to hurt my husband. And I don't want to mess things up with my kids and just lived your life unauthentically. But like, why would you get one chance? Like you don't know how long you're here. Like you, why not live your authentic life exactly who you're supposed to be? And I, I wrote down some of the things that you were saying that your poem that just came out. Like uh -huh. uh, <laughs> when you, like when you get a tattoo or you get um, your nose pierced and you like talking about watering yourself down for society. Why you get one chance at this? Like, why would you not just be your authentic self? If somebody had said like, make sure if you get a tattoo, make sure um, you get small, a small yeah. one so no like, one can see, but why get a tattoo for anyone else but me? Yeah. Why do you, you know? Care? Like, yeah. you're so afraid to be expressive, like, cause people judge you. And then you just have to realize like, it's okay what they say because it's not a reflection of me. Like, but it's hard. I, people get upset when I, I literally was like changing my hair like for quite some time there. And they're like, oh, like, what is your problem? Who says I have a problem? Yeah. I'm just, You're striking something in them. They're feeling yeah. something when they see you. Maybe they want to be doing that. And you're like, they're going to knock it down or like throw darts at that. Like, oh, that's weird because you're yeah. doing what they want to do. Um, and they're projecting it. I'm not being the mold that like a woman is supposed to be. And, and like, obviously I have a hard time with constraints. <laughs> you know, like we, no. like you said, we get one chance. And as women, like a lot of labels have been placed on us of what we're supposed to do, who we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to mother our children. Like we're supposed to cook and we're supposed to clean and we're supposed to do all this shit. But it's like, says who? Right. Says That's how it's always been. That is how it's always been. And that was my guilt too. It's like, I wonder, like my husband, like his mom, she worked all day, dinner was on the table every night. Yeah. And it was, things were done a certain way by the mom. And I'm like, I'll never live up to that. But I had another um, woman on last week and she's like, she didn't want to do that. Like if no. you don't have the means to do anything else and you have to work, but she's like, like you were saying, if you have the means to get a nanny, yeah. Hell, get the nanny. Like, and don't, the only reason I didn't want to is because I was like, what do people think? Like, oh, you stay at home and you have a nanny. It was all about how I was going to be perceived as like not being a good enough mom. So I didn't do it because of what, but it would make my life easier. And I was like, well, other people don't do that. And she's like, if you don't have the means, but if you have the means, like, why would you, she goes, would you judge someone else? And I honestly wouldn't be like, oh, she doesn't work. I'd never think that about other people. So yeah. why am I thinking they're saying it about me? It's so true. And it's like, oh, we only have this one life. So if something makes your life easier yeah do it right like no i would have hired a cleaning lady yesterday but i don't have the means so i'm still cleaning but like you know my husband helps you know we're still doing this 
50-50 kind of split thing, or he sometimes do does more, but you know. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's not gonna change. And I like, I applaud you living your truth. And speaking of like being authentic, um, when you came out this week, you got a lot of um, comments and feedback from women that feel the same way. And you yeah. are the only one that said it. So obviously my mission and everything, making things public is actually for other people to not feel less alone. Like that was what the start of Fruits of Motherhood is. And it will always be the same mission of like what it means to be a woman and parts that I don't like, and maybe you don't like either. We could talk about it. Right. Yeah. Um, so all of these moms, like I didn't know the response I was going to get, um, which was overwhelmingly positive. And I cannot tell you how wonderful that that felt to begin with, yeah. but then also the messages of, from moms, like, I have been curious about this for years. I don't know how to tell my husband, you know, or just like, how did you tell him like purely like action items? Yes. They are going to do this. How do wow. I, how do I, and how do I encourage them? You know, like one thing I always say to everyone, whoever's listening, cause I know a lot of people feel the same, but they're not messaging me. Right. Yeah. Like they're, 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 maybe right. they're in denial about it still. Or, they or they're just watching in silence. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so I figured there has to be more thinking it than had said something. And um, this life that you have, the time is going to pass anyways. So if people don't uh, support you or don't understand, if it takes them time, that time is going to pass anyways. Yeah. So you might as well be yourself now, get them used to the idea, and they'll come around. And if they don't, then they just weren't meant to be in your life, unfortunately, because being yourself is never ammo for someone to not like you. Yes, exactly. And it's, it's who you love, right? Like who cares who I love? And why would you all want to be happy? Yeah. yeah. Why would you not love and be like, you have one life. You're not going to like, you're not going to experience love because you're worried like what people will say. Like you can't, no one could expect you to live that way. And you're not telling them that they need to live that way. They exactly. That too. Like, what I do with my body brings no change to yours. Like, why are people so, well, that's not for me. Okay, great. Then you do you. I won't make you. I won't yeah. make you be my I'm not saying. Yes. I mean, I like dating, like when I was dating my husband, like my husband's black and it was like, if people didn't agree with it or like, he's from Alabama, it's like, you know that you don't have to. <laughs> right, right. Like, this is my choice. He's mine. You don't get him actually. Yes. <laughs> it was like, I don't understand. Well, I would never, then don't. Like then, yep. okay. That's so, <laughs> so silly, but it's so true. It's so true. You know? And like, I always make this joke about the people who don't like it. I'm like, well, unless if you're going to plan on coming over and so I can outsource the sex for my husband, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Yes. Unless you'll be servicing him later. You are not to comment on that. But exactly, exactly. If you're putting something out there, you're going to get reactions like you're yeah. and it's going to be good and bad and I'm so happy that it was overwhelmingly good um I want to touch on that you got some comments from straight women and I yeah. live my life authentically I have to say as soon as it like the <laughs> the headline was like TikTok made a mom of two realize her true sexual identity and I like laughed out loud and sent it to my friend because I was like oh my god she was like oh my god because I have a TikTok crush yeah. And I know I, I'm very open about saying that. And I never thought, and I've said it like before to like my sister stuff. They're like, okay. And I was yeah, like, like, that weird 
to say that, like I, yeah. but I mean, I definitely have a type and I, I messaged you. I was like, your type is my type. Yeah. And it's so funny. All the people who message me or even just purely straight moms, like no, no bisexual feelings within them. They're like, that's my type too, girl. Yeah. You go, apparently it's everyone's type. Yeah. Right. Like it's a beautiful, like feminine features, but the, a masculine energy. Yeah. Short, like I, I, I am attracted to that. Like, and I'm not, I, I say it and I, I don't feel like sometimes people are like, it's not received. They're like, okay. Like they've truly never thought that before. Or like, they never thought of saying like, if I was a lesbian, this would be my girlfriend. Right. And I, I say that. Yeah. Well, that's, that oh, what's the, the type? Thing. People want to know the type. Oh yeah. So just like <laughs> have a weakness for like short hair tattoos. I really like dark features, but like feminine, like still owning the woman in them, you know, like still feminine, um, features like it. That to me is just, and obviously the confidence part is like Dang. huge. So that's why the people on TikTok, like no one's over there making videos when they're like insecure of themselves. Right. <laughs> so that like totally catches my eye. Uh, I was like, I love that. I love a woman being owning who she is. And yes, that uh, got me good. <laughs> <laughs> but how crazy, like you didn't, this is like the difference. Like we, both like exactly what you described is why I wrote my book and why I do my podcast for another woman to not feel alone. I will share my truth, which for me, it was a lot with my eating disorders. Like I was going to the grave with my bulimia. Like I was bulimic for 10 years. Nobody knew. And I didn't want anyone to know, obviously, cause it's like shameful and gross. And I didn't know, want anybody to know what I was doing. But yeah. when I wrote this book to help women like find themselves again at 37, I kind of like got my life together after having my kids. And I was like, I want to show someone else how to do that. And my writing coach is like, you have to tell your story for someone else that's still in that and doing that. And they may be like, oh, this woman was always in shape. You have to tell them what you went through. And as embarrassing as it was to like reveal all that, don't you just feel like, I just am lighter and now I share literally everything because the big one, like which for me was my eating disorder is finally out. But the thing that's different is like, you didn't even know. So it's not like yeah. you were holding on to the secret. I'm sure you feel lighter now just saying it out loud. Oh, I do, like, I do. Yeah, how crazy so. to not, you truly didn't like realize until are you 33? 30, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and now, I, I mean, I'm sure you feel lighter, but like, it wasn't like something that was like, I don't know if I should say something a secret. Like you didn't know your true, like your yeah. true self until 30. So somebody could like find this out later in life if they are questioning. Of course. Yeah. And the more and more that I'm on that side of TikTok, the more and more women I see that are writing about this, you know, we're told like, I didn't know dating women was an option yeah, when right. I was young. Right. I, I didn't know it was an option. <laughs> I didn't consider it. I didn't know. Yeah, it just it, like, and also because I wasn't really looking. And like I said, sex wasn't super on my forefront. Like it just wasn't, I was being pursued by men. And I was like, okay, that's what I'm supposed to be dating. And you were never pursued by women? Or you like, I would have women like hit on me, but you know, when you're just like, oh, that's so funny. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, how like enlightening, like you're, and you have like the rest of your life to live your true. Yeah. Kind of life. And, and I'm really thankful too, because the fact that my, my husband now, my life partner is understanding like yeah. at the family unit, like that means everything to me so that way we can both move forward positively through this and like you know in some sense like I, I think for him like 
he has to know that it was never his fault, right? Like, why I think he does. Yeah, right? Like, to me, I'm not going and dating another man. Like, he is everything I could have ever asked for. You made that so clear. I love yeah. it. Beautifully written. Um, how old are your kids? They're three and a half and one and a half. Have you thought about that conversation? Like, mommy and daddy? Sure. Different so people. I was, <laughs> I was expecting my three and a half year old to ask me why um, Papa is sleeping on the other side of the house, right? We made it, we got him a whole new bed set. It's all set up. Not one question. Wow. Not one. <laughs> You're like, I'm ready. I have note cards. And he's like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, like it's totally cool. And also, I, um, I made a joke to see if he would ask me, you know, like my toddler obviously comes in my room and he's like sleeping on my floor. I'm like, pretty soon you're going to have to go back and sleep in your bed because you're a big boy like Papa, like because he's sleeping in his own bed, right? <laughs> but uh, no, nothing. He, wow. just, he doesn't care, right? We're both still here. We're both happy. You know, we don't fight. That's what they care about. Like, was it fights because you were kind of like not feeling something and you didn't really know, like you were just mad at him? Like you just had this like, and you weren't sure, like you couldn't put your finger on what it was? Well, honestly, the, the, it all boils back down to being like intimate, right? Like anytime we really fought was like, I couldn't yeah. bring myself anymore. Like I just, we tried to do this, like have a date night once a week and I got to the point I, could, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. You know, like, yeah. I could not, no matter what we did, no matter how many chores he did, it didn't matter. Like it just- Something it, wasn't there. Yeah. But it used to be, you used to like look forward to like a date night. So it like, it just over time you were exhausted. Oh no. <laughs> Okay. I have to say, like, it's been a struggle for, like, literally four years for me. You know, like I said, uh, previous to that, we had only been together for, like, a couple years. So it almost became a chore too soon. And it was the same with all of the other relationships. Like, I just – and it's not their fault, you know? Like, yeah, uh, none of them. It was none of their fault. It, it's, it's, again, it's always me. Like, it just was missing, like, that – that urge and also like I know that there's a um something like a sexual response a lot of women it is oh, I forget the terms right now but it's like responsive sexual desire or impulse like impulse yeah. sexual desire that debate and so I would always send that to my husband like I'm I must be responsive because I never have the the impulse yeah the urge what is it called spontaneous <laughs> desire oh yeah yeah uh, well you know um I realized that it's even responsive wasn't working anymore. Yeah. It's good for you. Cause I yeah. could see women just being like, well, this is what I signed up for. This is marriage. And truly like what I said before, like this is just a hard time in life and three yeah. and a one-year-old and like, I'm not feeling it right now. And it will, it'll go past what you knew like that is so, and you, there were signs before the kids were here. So yeah. And it wasn't, we kept blaming it on the kids until I realized, like, when we were trying to make a baby, that, like, that was also the only time we were doing it, right? Like, it became, I realized, I really wanted little kids, you know, yeah. and here we are. And they were <laughs> and, here, and that's why they were here yeah. now. Like, whatever's supposed to be next will be next. I truly believe that. Because yeah. you opened yourself up to it, and who you're truly supposed to be with, you never would have found if you just like stayed in a situation that was like stagnant. And even though there's so much love there, you get yeah. one life, like experience love to the fullest and 
just you're so inspiring. I know you're inspiring people on here today. You inspire me just like with your mom stuff, like keep saying the things that you know people are thinking and are afraid yeah. to say out loud because you are making people feel seen and not alone, exactly what you set out to do. Thank you're you. Well at it. Um I could just like end it with something like if there is someone on here now questioning, it doesn't even have to just be message me. Just message me. Oh, I love you're gonna get a lot of messages. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. I have a lot of like requests, so I have to now that I've been doing this, I have to like go and make sure I'm not missing anything. That's um, what you're supposed to do. This is your purpose. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I wanna say like one more thing that yeah. when it comes to the relationship like a lot of people go about this a little bit differently, right? They maybe form a, a relationship outside of the marriage and then maybe they cheat and then maybe there's infidelity. So there's a lot of like anger and other feelings that go into this kind of like evolution, right? But sometimes you just have to know, like I'm, no judgment, but like the fact that we started talking about this, like as it was happening, I think helped us come to this together because yes. we literally have been like hand in hand walking through this new really rocky waters sometimes right yeah it's like this is our decision on how to handle this not like yeah. you decided and this is what we're gonna do you made him a part i think you handled it beautifully you're so like strong to just own what you know is right for you i also need to know if the tiktok girl knows about you or <laughs> is she single <laughs> Is that I actually something don't that could be there? really know. Um, she wasn't as friendly as I was hoping. Oh. Um, so, oh. but she, I have like a, a like a fantasy version of her in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she never lets that down. Yeah, that's sometimes like you just want to see them like on TikTok or like you meet a celebrity that you're like, oh my god, and then you're like, well, they're not that. You yeah, so I'm gonna let you guys thought before. Let me just think about it this way. Yeah. I am so like grateful for your time. I'm sure everybody wants to talk to you right now. And that's what I said. I was like, I'm not capitalizing on her news. This was set up a long time ago. Yeah. Right. But our, so our questions kind of yeah. turned a little bit. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and thank you for being so authentic and Please just keep doing that for us. Thank you so much for listening to the Squats and Margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Squats and Margaritas. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one.
Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.